0: Charisma episode 57 I'm your host Brain Charisma and joining me today is Billy Bueller. How you doing man? Hello good how are you? Pretty good. Uh so Billy it competes in powerlifting competitions he I I can only imagine he lifts tremendous weight and (laughs) and he also has a podcast called the Powercast. Powerchat. Powerchat Powerchat, sorry and uh it's good I mean like if you like powerlifting you
1: definitely check it out. Yeah I've had some cool guests on and uh I don't know if you if you watched that documentary West Side versus the World yet on Netflix? No, no. It's a it's a documentary about powerlifting. Okay. Um, and it's a guy named Louis Simmons. Basically, to sum it up, in a nutshell, it's a guy who uh, he's like a fame world famous powerlifting coach. Yes. And uh, he's okay. actually worked with like the New England Patriots and oh wow. a lot of like big big time sports teams. Yeah. And uh, um, basically the documentary is about powerlifting and about the gym and it's. Uh, it used to be like a kind of a culty kind of gym. okay. Like, it's a really hardcore gym. Yeah. And uh, like the guys would get in fights and stuff in there and really intense gym. So okay. it's a good documentary, though. But I'll definitely uh, I had a guy on there uh, on my podcast named Matt Wedding, and he was featured in the film. Oh, wow. To, yeah, he used to train at um, Westside Barbell, So it's really cool to talk to him and learn the history of Westside. And um, a lot of people who powerlift uh, know the, the Westside method, the conjugate method. Okay. It's like a style of training and a lot of people uh, follow that style of training, and so if, if uh, you know Conjugate, you know Westside, Side and you'll know Matt Wedding. So it'll be, it was, it was really cool to talk to him because he's like a legend in the sport. Okay, dang. it's
0: like sick to talk to him. Definitely have to check that out then, yeah. Um, so like, yeah, you, you're, you're a powerlifter. so how did you get into the scene? Like what inspired you to like kind of start powerlifting? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So uh, I think the, the, the powerlifting uh, started I started going to the gym when I was in grade 10 uh, with, with a couple of friends and then uh, just kept going and uh, I was like a chubby kid so I was just, like tired of getting picked on and okay. I wanted to lose some weight, get some shit you know? soon. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, um, decided to start going to the gym with some friends and uh, lost a bunch of weight and you know, started being like, oh, this is cool? Like, for, yeah, like it's fun, know? right? Like it's yeah. addicting. Getting a little pumped. Here yeah. Though. And uh... So then I, I just kept going, stuck with it, and then I was at a, kind of a crossroads. I was getting kind of bored with my fitness, and um, my friend was like, Well, you should either uh, do a powerlifting meet or do a bodybuilding show. And so I was like, Okay. Uh, being like, you know, prior fat kid, I was like, I really like food, yeah. and I don't want to stop eating food. Oh so my. I decided to uh, look up powerlifting meet, and I just looked up powerlifting competitions, and um, I signed up for one. Like, I looked it up in June, no, uh, May. Okay. And, uh, signed up for it when the, you know, that's the opening came up. And, uh, never really looked back. That was three years into my, like, lifting weights. Okay. And, uh, so I started powerlifting in August of 2017. was my first competition. Yeah. And, uh, it was just a Victoria local competition. Um, and... I met my coach there actually. Oh, nice! Um, and he, Abby Silverberg, he uh, he was Team Canada's coach uh, for for the junior team that year. Yeah. And my mom was like, "Oh, that that guy's like the coach for Team Canada. You should go talk to him." I'm like, fuck, no one to him. But I had videos of his, his lifting because we were in separate sessions, and he was he benched uh, 490 pounds that day raw. Wow. And he's benched 300 kilos in a shirt, like a bench shirt. Yeah. We'll get into that later. but for uh, sure. So he's he's really, really good lifter, and uh, he's benched over 500 pounds raw in competition and stuff, and so I was like, not, no way I'm talking to this guy, but I have videos of him uh, lifting, and yeah. so I was talking to one of the guys who I met there, and um, I told him that I had a video of, of Abby. and then uh, Abby messaged me on Instagram, and he said, hey man, like uh, I heard you have my videos, and... I want to know if I can have them, and I was like, "Yeah, for sure, man. They got videos." <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's like, "Sweet." And then he started messaging me about it, and we were just talking back and forth. And he's like, "Is it? You know, are you going to nationals this year?" And I was like, "No, like, uh, this is my first piloting meet." He's like, "Whoa, you had some pretty good numbers. That's like really impressive for a sub junior." In um, sub junior, is uh, fourteen to eighteen. Okay. And then junior is nineteen to twenty three, which I'm in now, and then open is twenty four to thirty nine. That's the most competitive class. Okay, and then is it, is it Grandmasters or Masters? Masters, Grandmasters is the KKK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, Masters, there's Masters 1, 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. Uh, and those guys are just like super old. Yeah. No one watches that. But, <laughs> totally. Um, but, so yeah, I was like, no, no, man, I'm, this is my first meet. I'm not uh, doing Nationals. And he's like, oh, sick, like, do you have a coach and stuff? And I was like, no, I don't. I uh, was just doing like a, a like an online program kind of thing. Yeah. And so, he's like, well, if you're ever thinking about coaching, I, I'm a coach, and I would love to have you as an athlete, and I was like, cool. So I talked to my mom about it, and I was like, thinking about it, and if I want to keep doing this crafting thing. and For sure. I was like, fuck it, like, let's do it. So I... Just yeah, give her. Yeah, so hey. I messaged him. and I was like, yeah, and, you know, I'm into coaching, so we worked stuff out, and then uh, I signed up for a competition in uh, November, that November in Alberta. Okay. So it wasn't anymore in BC until after the new year. Okay. Excuse me. And... uh he, I flew out there, he coached me, had a great day, I had a nine for nine day, broke uh, every provincial record in my weight class. Nice. So I, I think I held like 15 provincial records at one time. Holy shit. So I actually just coached a guy last weekend who broke all of my sub-junior 120 provincial records. Oh, nice. So it was really cool. I got to pass the torch. To yeah, me. no kidding. I was kidding. actually calling his numbers. So like, on a second attempt squad, I put in the provincial record and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to put this in? <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. But yeah, no, it was really fun to, Cool to, to give, the, give those records away as good kids. So, um, yeah, it's kind of kind of got into it. And then it's just kind of taken off from there. You know, I did like four or five competitions in my first year, uh, did Western Canadian championships. Uh, and then after that, I went and did nationals, my first nationals in Calgary. And my coach actually hosted that. Oh, okay. And uh, I actually had the opportunity, like through powerlifting, I've met some really great people. For sure. And okay. I met, do you know who Ray Williams is? I feel like I've heard of him. Everybody knows him. Uh, who's you've, like he's been on Sportsnet for powerlifting. Oh, okay. He's been on TSN. Uh, he squatted at over a thousand pounds raw, so no. Oh my grouch, gosh. No yeah. Suit, just singlet uh, and then like knee sleeves and a uh, belt. So he's he's squatted over a grand. Uh, he's coming close to eleven 1, hundred. So uh, oh, wow. his coaches actually coach me at nationals. Matt and Susie Gary. Oh, okay. So they're really really cool people, and um, they own a gym down in the States I don't know, or somewhere in these guys And, uh, it was really cool to meet them. They're really good people. So I've, I've been able to meet some really cool people in the industry. industry yeah. Uh, uh, through powerlifting. And then most recently I did, um, uh, junior equipped world championships. Okay. So I started raw powerlifting, which is, um... Which is like, n- like nothing, basically yeah. basically, yeah. Yeah, it's no support. So I should have brought a shirt to show you. But, uh, basically it's a, um... Knee sleeves, a belt, um, wrist straps, and that's all the gear yeah. you get. Yeah, yeah. You wear a singlet, that kind of thing. Um, versus a quick lifting, which is, you're in like a, it's almost like made out of like a seat belt material. Like it's really okay. stiff. And, uh, it's a suit and it's like, goes right to there, to there, and yep. it looks like a singlet. Um, and then you wear knee wraps. Yeah. Okay. And that's like a belt and wraps and yeah. like straps and stuff. But, the difference is, um... The way I kind of like to describe it is like NASCAR racing versus like Formula One. So okay. NASCAR uh, would be like raw. Uh, you can kind of just go pedal to the metal, walls to the wall. Uh, if you misgroove your opener or something, um, it's usually a weight that you could like muscle up. So if you get out of your groove, uh, you can you can just muscle the weight up. For sure. With equip lifting, your opener is going to be like another 150 pounds over what you usually would be lifting. Oh, okay. Because the suit gives you just, more support. It's kind of like, uh, like a slingshot type thing or like... Kind of, kind yeah, of yeah. Kind of, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So you know Mark Bell Slingshot? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, basically it's it's like a slingshot, but it's like a shirt. Okay. But the slingshot material is like designed to stretch, right? Yeah, yeah. This stuff doesn't want to stretch. Like you can see kind of like the the oh. are on my arm. Yeah. That's like because how tight it it's, is. Yeah, okay. And like when, you, when I'm benching my shirt, like... I need like five hundred pounds to touch my chest. Yeah. So and, like it's crazy, man. Like it's a different kind of pressure. Uh-huh. Like, my eyes feel up they're gonna shoot over my head. But so if you misgroove your opener on like an equip lift, uh, you're gonna dump it because there's no there's no like you need to be very technically precise. Yeah, like you so, have to
0: make sure your form's like on point, uh-huh. like everything's just
1: yeah. lock and loaded like, like. no margin for error, yeah. Yet. So, um with, that's kinda of like the Formula One side. Okay. That would be the Formula One. Yeah. So like you're fast but you're you have to be very precise around these corners. For sure. So, yeah, the equip lifting is another another story. But uh, I just did equipped world championships in um, in Regina. Wow. Yeah, so it's really cool that to go to worlds, uh, my first worlds, and uh, have it be in Canada. Yeah, I no kidding, in Canada, hey, like... in Canada. So it was really cool, and uh, placed fourth overall. Which is incredible, like. Sorry. you <laughs> your fourth best <laughs> in the world. Sorry. <laughs> First or last, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> but, but, no, yeah, and then I, uh, I placed third in the squat. So nice. It was cool to metal at my first Worlds. No uh, kidding. I was the only male Canadian to metal. Nice. So, it was really cool. What did you end up squatting? Uh, I squatted 330 kilos, which is 727 pounds. Wow. That's so, insane, like... Yeah. So it was, uh, it was good. And, I uh, just got into a new suit, so, okay. it, uh, went one size down, so it's a little tighter. Um, it's a lot tighter. Let's be honest. So, why did you decide to go down this size? You can. The more the tighter the gear, the more re- rebound you're gonna have out of it. Yeah. Okay. The only drawback is the more technically precise you're gonna have to be. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, and the harder it is. Like a lot of people think, like, oh, you know, you throw this gear on, and uh, you know, it's like it's easy to lift the weights. Like it's like a lot of the raw guys will be like, oh, you know, it's like. I could squat that too if I was in a suit. It's like, get in the fucking suit and do it. Yeah, like literally, like what's stopping you? It's like, equipped training is like, it's raw powerlifting on steroids. like, it's, you know, like you're lifting uh, an additional 100 pounds plus. Yeah. Um, then what you're used to, so your body's already under so much more stress. Yeah, it's a different kind of fatigue. Like it's feel like after an equipped session, you feel almost like you have a flu. Because like, Okay. Yeah. your central nervous system gets so fatigued. Yeah, um, so much pressure and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like a lot of pressure, and uh, you're really fatigued, and you feel like um, you like your bones ache. It's really mm-hmm. weird. It's hard to describe. Okay, it. the only way to like to, to know is by doing it. No, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it takes a long time. Like I was in the gym yesterday for five hours. Oh wow! Yeah, so like you must have like large. You have to have larger rest periods in between sets and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because like. Um, in competition, you usually have like eight minutes between each lift. Okay, so yeah, That's you can get, you go and good recovery. though. Go. Yeah. So I try to do that in my training when on like a on a competition squat, bench, or deadlift. Makes and sense. And then with the suit as well, you have to have kind of like a team. Like you, anybody can raw power lift uh, on their own, right? Yeah. You don't like when I when I when I'm ready to go. Uh, I'll have my my training partner, you know, get my camera already, my tripod, and then wrap this knee, wrap this knee, and then my knees are locked straight, right? Yeah. And then he needs to help me get up, and then I'm stuck walking like this, like my penguin walking, <laughs> and then he's throwing my straps up, and then my my legs are falling asleep because they're wrapped really tight. Because they're so tight, yeah. And then uh, I'm waddling over to the bar, and I put my belt on wrist straps, and smell the ammonia, and get all fired up and go, and uh, yeah, it takes a long time, like it just takes a really long time, and then you're warming up to these weights too, you know, and you're, like, you're you know, in training, squatting like uh, yesterday, I was working with six fifty five. So like working up to that. Yeah, place. exactly. So
0: you can't just like you know throw on yeah. three plates and then yeah. be like, all right, warm up.
1: Great, right? you gotta. you yeah, still have you to gotta build that build, up, build you up, know, up to it. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you kind of build up gradually, and then you have back off sets, and then you're benching after and deadlifting after, and it's just a long day. It's exhausting. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so, so it's a long time. It takes a lot of dedication, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's harder, but it's it's more fun. Oh for sure. It's more of that, like it's more like powerlifting's already a pretty niche sport. Uh, and then equiplifting lifting is even more niche. But yeah. it's growing a lot more. Okay. There's a guy by the name of uh, Bryce Kraczek. Okay. And he, he's by goes by Calgary Barbell on Instagram and uh, YouTube. He's got a pretty big YouTube okay. channel. Cool. And uh, I had him on my podcast, but sweet <laughs> we'll little plug. No, definitely but, yeah. Uh, no, please <laughs> watch PowerChat. Listen uh, to PowerChat is <laughs> <laughs> the best. He um He's an equip lifter and he's been doing it on his YouTube channel. Okay. And so a lot of guys have kinda of more interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's expensive though. Like the shirts are like, my shirt is 260 bucks. Like
0: Yeah. Like it's not like, yeah, it's expensive. It's not like, like where, you're raw, where you just, you know, you, you have the wraps, you have everything else. I mean, it's,
1: it adds up. But I mean, like when you have to buy like that additional suit. Right? Yeah. Like, and then, you know, like every couple competitions, you get a new suit because your old suit's worn out if you're trying to really push it. Yeah, for sure. So, um... I would imagine, yeah, it's expensive.
0: There's no point in half-assing a competition, right? So you always want to push it, like, literally as hard as
1: you can go. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of, yeah, it's already a niche thing, so it's even more niche now that you're... when you're lifting and you need, like, a bunch of people around you to... Yeah, to like set you up. Yeah, you get the shirt on. Like you get my shirt on, and it still looks like I'm wearing a crop top, and my arms are sticking out because it's so tight. I'm stuck yeah. here, and then my buddy has to like pull my shirt down and adjust my collar and make sure. You know, like there's a bunch of different adjustments you can make when you're when you're wearing the gear as well. Um, so like you can, with a squat on your opening lift because it's the lightest lift of yeah. the three. You have your you ride your legs, your leg like suit legs higher up. Yep. Yeah. Because if they're lower. You'll have more tension, so it'll be harder mm. to hit depth. Okay. So you pull your legs up. Yeah. So you can hit depth. And okay. And then every squat, you kind of jack them down, and you pull up on the chest, so it, you know, erects you a bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then on the bench shirt, um, the sleeves are, are tight, right? But you can. There's a logo on the sleeve, and if the logo's jacked out, that means it's going to be harder to touch your chest, but you get more pop off your chest, so okay. you can lift more weights. Yeah. Lift more weight rather. Um, but if you turn it in, uh, you can, you can touch easier. Okay. You're not going to get as much support, right? Yeah. Same with the chest plate. You can, uh, you can jack it down and have the collar like right down, you know, halfway down your tip. Uh, but it's going to be really hard to touch because that collar is pulling down. It's like mm. trying to cave in your, your yeah. chest. Um, so it's harder to touch versus if you have your collar real high, you can touch really easy. Okay. But you don't have as much pop off your chest. Yeah. Right? So there's lots of little things you can do there. Um but it was really funny at Worlds uh all like there's there's warm-up rooms. Okay and we can go train in there. Um because if you like you fly in like a couple of days early you still have to train a little of bit. Of course, yeah. Night, but still have to train a little bit. So we're in there and one of the Czech coaches, um he's in there and uh he's training with another coach and he's got a shirt on and they're you know, they're benching and we're sitting in there and uh, how we all communicated with each other was Google Translate. Oh okay. Yeah. So that's really handy. So um it was funny, man, like uh, this guy, he's like, I've seen people, they jack the front of the shirt, right? But he's uh, he's turning around and the guy's jacking the back of the shirt and I'm like, what the fuck? I've never seen that before, like, weird. And so I get on Google Translate and like, why do you pull down the back of the shirt? And he's like, he's trying to like think of something to say and he doesn't really speak broken English, right? Like he's speaking Czechoslovakian, <laughs> and he just like, he goes to grab his phone and he's like, better. And I'm just like, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. It's better, I guess. And uh, his name is David Lupak, he's a 2017 World Champion in Oh wow! Super Heavyweight division. Yeah, nice. Um So he does a thing or two, but a thing or two. Yeah. But, so he, you know, the guy on his, his first set looked a little sloppy, and then the second set, he jacks the back of the shirt down, puts his belt on, tightens it up, and the bench, is, phew, no problem, easy. And then he just looks back and he and goes, better, <laughs> better, better. <laughs> better it is. Better. <laughs> but it was funny, man, like Worlds is really cool uh, because you get all these different countries yeah. All in one spot and no one speaks the same language other than other than Canadians and Americans. Yeah. And yeah, other than lifting. And uh it's funny because I'm in the warm up room and I'm just wearing like a t shirt and I'm like training and this lady comes up to me and she's an American coach and I'd never met her before and she comes up to me and she's like, Are you using this? And I'm like, No She goes, Oh, you speak English I'm like, yeah, I'm from <laughs> fucking Canada And she's like, Oh, I thought you were from Germany <laughs> So it's funny, man like this I've been able to meet a lot of cool people through powerlifting. No doubt. Spent a lot of money on it, but, uh, and kind of hurt myself with it a little bit, but, uh. Just hurt yourself, like, physically, or just, like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, physically. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, yeah, it's been a really cool journey. Uh, I've been able to do things that, you know, money can't buy, like, money can't buy a medal at Worlds. No, totally, know? right? Like, like, yeah, like you know. earned it, right? Like. Yeah. That's, so, a, that's how I feel good. Yeah, I have it hanging over my bed so I see it every day. And, and it's like one of those things where um, it keeps you dr- going forward, right? Like oh, yeah. I see that bronze medal above my bed and I'm like... That's not gold. Like, you want to it was gold. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, it keeps me going, keeps me sharp. And, um, yeah, I've just been really, really lucky to meet cool people in powerlifting. And, and just, uh, you know, I've had really crazy growth in the sport. So I'd like to keep that going and uh, see where it takes me. That's awesome. Do you eventually see it uh, being, like,
0: your full-time job? Yeah. No. No? (laughs) There's no money in powerlifting really. Fair
1: enough. Other than, like, I was talking for a couple guys from the Ukraine. Yeah. And uh, they have, like, it's like polar opposites. Like, they take the sport so seriously over there. Like, it's, like, literally their job. Yeah. They get paid to powerlift. That's insane. So their job title is sportsman. Okay. And uh, they get paid to powerlift so every time that they win a championship um they get a bonus on their paycheck oh okay so they get like a raise yeah so if they place first at worlds or first at like european championships or something they get a bonus it's like Hmm. yeah and yeah that's wild canada doesn't care no (laughs) Canada's like uh yeah you pay for it yeah you you got this right yeah 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 so i mean like it's not a big enough sport yet in canada I mean you can always make content around it. Yeah, yeah. It can makes... do like a YouTube channel or yeah. something. Or like coaching. You can make money that way. Yeah, true. But on. uh yeah, I don't know, like I'd like to keep it. I thought about coaching and I do a little bit of game day coaching. Okay. Uh, game day coaching, yeah. it's fun. But uh programming and stuff like that, um takes Jeez. up a ton of time. Yeah. Takes up a long time. And uh unless you're um and there's like everyone who powerlifts is a powerlifting coach. Like everyone Yeah, so you like I mean you could... like everyone's gonna have a different style, they're gonna have different opinions on it. I mean it's it's just like anything, right? Like yeah, and it's be... just like I don't know. Unless you have like, but I, I thought about it, but I don't think I'm gonna pursue that um, at least for the time being. But uh, I don't think it. No, I, I don't think it'll be a. There's more money being put into the sport though. Like which is um, great. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like there's a there's a meet. Um, it just got announced, and it's it's called uh, the Sh- Shofshire or something. It's uh, it's in England, and oh, uh, sweet. it's an invitational-only competition, and I think the grand prize is, like, $50,000 U.S. Which is, so that's incredible, it's I mean, like, good. because our are all are fucking sucks, so yeah, I mean... Yeah, but it's it's invite-only, so, like, uh, only one Canadian was actually invited. Oh, shit. In the whole world, and uh, her name is Maria T. Good for her. Uh, I had her on my podcast as well. Nice. Uh, she is the 72-kilo world champion. Okay. It? She, yeah, uh, she's, she's really cool. She's a little Filipino chick. And, uh, no, not Filipino, she's uh, a Thai. Okay. Nice. And so she, I think, yeah, I think, something some <laughs> like that. Anyways, she, uh, she's strong as hell, man. She's, like, yeah, squatting, see. like, 400 pounds. Oh my yeah. gosh, so uh, she's just destroying pile all my numbers. Yeah, yeah, she's, like, deadlifting, like, into the fours. She's strong, like, yeah, really strong. I believe it. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, she got invited, so it was really cool to, for a Canadian to get invited to the first one ever. Oh, it's like a lot of Americans. Oh wow, okay. It's in May, I think, coming up, so, is, yeah. Is, is, do those events get like live streamed or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, okay. all, all the major events are live streamed. Nice, on, okay. Uh, um, is that Twitch? Uh, no, it's on the IPF's YouTube channel. Oh, okay. It's actually cool. a really high quality stream, like, um, all my family, my family didn't come with me to Regina. But oh, I so they were able to watch it? On TV. They had That's a laptop cool. up to the TV, so I was watching, and yeah, it was really At cool. least they could, like, support you in that sort of sense, right? Like, yeah. we had a bunch of people watching me, so I, like, shared the link on my Facebook and nice. Instagram and stuff, and then a bunch of people watched, so it was really cool. That is cool. It's really high quality, too. Like, it's, um, the IPF is the federation that I lift in. Yep. And it's, um, it's arguably, but not really, the best organization in the world, um, okay. for powerlifting. Um, we're, we're tested. So, um, drug tested, so like randomly, uh, some countries don't take part, but, uh, that's another story for another day. For sure. Um, watch Icarus on, on Netflix and, you know, more of an idea. Okay. Okay. But, uh, like the state spots are doping. Some countries are really into the pinning. Yeah, for sure. Russia and, you know, the Eastern blockers. But, uh, no, we have like pretty strict anti-doping programs in Canada and the States I mean, I, I can understand that. Yeah, so, like, um, every part of the membership you pay to belong to the CPU, uh, portion of that money goes to the um, anti-doping program okay. in Canada. So we're tested by WADA, which is the same as the Olympics. Okay. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we get randomly tested whenever, like, um, I was in a testing pool for, for Worlds there, and so um, you give your whereabouts, and so I had to give, like, I had to schedule for three months uh, where I would be at okay. all times. Really? So, like, say, I think it's over now because it's September. So yeah, so it's over now. But So if I found out that I had to come here and, and do this podcast with you, um, I would have to log into Adams and then, say, from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock, yeah. I'm going to be in Nanaimo at blah, 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 your address. Yeah. Yeah. I'm to give you address For sure. A creepy listening. <laughs> <So, laughs> um, totally. So I would have to say, here I'm going to be. And uh, in the middle of the podcast, I can knock on the door and say, hey, I need you to piss in this cup, and we need to take your blood to make sure I'm not cheating. Wow. So it's super strict. That's no, It's it. strict. Like, uh, I have a couple of friends that have been tested, and um, if there's any suspicion of like drug use or anything, you can report people, and it's really strict. Okay. So, um, yeah, but that, we have a standard in the in in the IPF. Um it's the best standard. Like you'll see, like a lot of like. Did you ever see Quarter Squat Gang on Instagram? No. It was basically like a page that roasts like people who squat. High, yeah, quarter you know, squat. Like yeah, for sure. Uh, in our in our federation, you need to squat. Um, Ninety degrees parallel. Below parallel. So oh, okay. Your need your your hip crease needs to be below your knee crease. Okay. Your bottom knee. So uh, we have a pretty high standard in the IPF. Uh, you know the benches aren't pa- are paused, they're not just like touching Yeah, them. you have to like, we have to wait for them to say good. So it's like, usually about three yeah. seconds, isn't it? Yeah, so you get a start start command, press command, and then a rack command. Yeah. Uh, and then the squat, you get squat, and then rack when you're completed. Uh, but like the standards are really, really high, so like, if you start the squat and your knees are bent like that, they won't give you a start command, they'll make you rack the bar and restart. Oh, really? They always have to be locked. Okay. You have to be control the weight at all times, or they will tell you to rack it. So it's it's really, really strict federation, and we catch some flack for that sometimes, but it it drives, like, a really high standard. Okay. So there's no, like, um, there's no, like, sloppiness to it, you know? Yeah. It's not like some of these federations that are, like, like, backyard federations, you know, they're just, like... Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it's like I'm I'm not trying to like I don't want to bash them, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like just not to the standard, you know.
0: I mean, it's like when you like you ever watch like any of CT Fletcher's videos, like yeah, eventually they will they get kind of cringy with like the yeah, with the stuff like which is it is what it is, but yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like there's like they're, they're you know they're coming down, they're bouncing off the chest, and yeah, and, and pressing, and like uh, there's just like it's just sloppy lifting, you know. Yeah, it's and, just uh, it's cringy. Yeah, oh, they're squatting high and they're getting white lights, like it's just, uh, if you squatted like that in the IPF, uh... So can, your lift wouldn't count then, right? No, you yeah. get a red light and you'd have to either reattempt the lift or, uh... Or just like, go for like a zero then, right? Um, yeah, you could scratch but then you bomb out. Oh, really? So, yeah, so how, how lifting works is you need, um, basically the, the winner of your class uh, is determined by who has the biggest total. Yeah, makes sense. So your best squat, your the, best deadlift, and your best deadlift, 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 deadlift yeah. get combined to make your total. So, um, say I'm squatting and uh, I miss my first two lifts yeah. um, and I make my third, that squat would go to my total. But if I didn't get any three, I'd be disqualified. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, because if, if you don't I mean, I guess you yeah. get a total, right? Yeah, makes You're sense. Yeah, you just only have like two thirds, which is. No,
0: no. No, because then you would definitely just be like, yeah, you're gonna come last place for yeah, sure. Unless
1: you're really good, but yeah, um, if you yeah, if you don't register any one of the th- one of your three lifts in each discipline, yeah, uh, you bomb out, so you're okay. Not okay. That
0: makes sense, though. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what's your what's your to- What's your I guess your competition total?
1: My what? best raw total was yeah. last year in at nationals in March. I I did a, a crazy feat. I'll tell you about after. Okay, sweet. So so it was my best raw total was six ninety five. Kilos or kilos? Yeah.
0: Um, which bunch is of pounds? I
1: just kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't you. <laughs> but but, but then, yeah, uh, kilos six ninety five kilos, which uh, that's
0: like sixteen hundred. I think. Let's see.
1: Yeah, which is like incredible. Six ninety five. Yeah. So fifteen thirty two. Which is awesome. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, um. And then my best equipped total was at Worlds, it was 825, so that's. Uh, it's, close to, it's getting close to 2,000. Yeah, 90, 907 and a half is 2,000. Okay, so so, so you're like 1800, 1900 range? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could have, if I had my best day, uh, I could have totaled mid eights. Okay. Like I believe that. Nice. Um, but the pace of Worlds is crazy. So, oh, yeah? Um, the meet starts and ends in two hours, with, including the medal ceremony. Oh um, my gosh, that so. is man! Fast, fast, man. And for, for equip-lifters too, like heavyweights, like I'm the 120 kilo division, uh, like 264 pounds. Yeah. And so um, it's, it's fast, man, like it's Ugh. fast. So we get back there, uh, we weigh in, um, go to the warm-up room, start warming up, take your warm-ups, uh, go lift. And by the time you uh, at Worlds is usually only one flight in the juniors. Okay. So you get a twenty-minute break in between uh, squat and bench, and that's not a lot of time to warm up to like my my opener with two hundred and ten kilos, so that's four hundred and sixty-four pounds. Yeah, especially yeah, like it's not a lot of time. So you're <laughs> like, I I run back there. You know, my coach peels my knee wraps off, and I'm I run back into the warm up room, pull my straps down. And I actually took my first raw warm-up with my suit bottoms on. Mm, So I took that, peeled my suit bottoms off, got my uh, singlet on, and then did a bunch of raw warm-ups just, like, shirtless in the back room. And then uh, got my shirt on, uh, did it all, got my warm-ups done. And then on my last warm-up, we used boards in the back room. So, like, like a one-inch board. Just, Just like, laying on your chest or Or something? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, laying on my chest and I touched, and then I pressed, and I, like, I was just... Tired. Yeah, for platform, sure. Just from like, just, just that pace. Yeah, and the then pace. yeah, and so then I, I dumped it and uh, and so I was like fuck what do I do like it was my last warm up I gotta go out to the platform and take my opener in like ten minutes and my coach was like well what do you want to do like do you want to just like go out there and I was like no I'd rather get like you know make sure I can touch this and uh, so I, I took another one and it it was good so I went out did my opener and uh, my shirt was like a little. When I lay down on the bench, uh, if you watch the video, um, I get all set. And then I'm, like, fucking with my shirt, trying to, like, pull it down and get it straight. But it, it had a little crease in it. Yep. So it's basically like a multiply shirt. So um, it's double. It's, it's essentially it's double as tight there. So oh, yeah. So I'm coming down, and I couldn't pull through it, so I dumped it. And then lost my... When I pressed up, I locked this elbow up, but then I couldn't really lock this one. Okay. I didn't want to waste all my energy fighting for an opener, like a weight that I know I can hit so i just let them take it and then retook that attempt came out of my second attempt made sure my shirt was flat smoked that and then took my planned second attempt for my third just to build my total up because if you if i would have jumped 220 instead of 215 yeah um and i missed that i would be left with 210 right Mm. so when you're battling for position at worlds you need to think long game more than immediate for sure and to like if I went to 220, it wouldn't be a bench metal anyway. So what am I gonna, you know? Yeah, explain? I guess. So it's not really worth the risk to me. So I did that, uh, hit 215, no problem, uh, and then go back for deadlifts. And you don't have much time for deadlifts either. So you peel your shit off, and the the suit, the art, like, the shirt's so tight that uh, you, know, you get it off, and then you're here, and the shirt's stuck on your forearms. So it's not gonna pull it off for you. Yeah, he's reefing on it, and he's like pushing up, and and the inside of the bicep is so like. <sighs> It's, it's so bad. Oh. Because it's stuck, your skin's stuck in there, right? And then he's pushing up in here and it's, like, really sensitive in here. And he's pushing up in there and pulling the shirt and it's cutting, like, I uh, have permanent marks on my arms from it. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, he's pulling, tugging on it again, get, finally gets it off and then we're warming up deadlifts and shit, man. Holy fuck, it's, it's a different pace. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, like, Typically, you know, you have a little more time, but it's kind of like yeah. all right. Like well, in the
1: gym, I'm just you know fucking the dog.
0: Totally right. Like you're like oh, I'll you know sit here for eight minutes or whatever, relax. Yeah. and Eight minutes, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <So sleeping
1: in. laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. You know, you know, I'm not gonna make an excuse and say that like it's the re- that's not the reason why I didn't you know podium in total because everybody else had to had To do that too, it's not okay. like I was the only one who was going in that yeah. case, everybody else had to, yeah, exactly. In. So, I just need to get better as a lifter, right? Because yeah, I just like be like building a... my total, exactly. So, but, yeah, nationals this year in uh, is in March March 5th, I compete, roughly. okay, sweet. Um, so I'll have 16 weeks from today, I think, okay, to, to get ready. So, it's a long, long time, yeah. But I mean, <clears throat> I mean, the more time, the better, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So, I just got this new shirt a while ago, and then I got a new suit. Um, so I'm breaking those in right now. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's moving good. My uh, I benched 222 and to a one board the other day, which is huge PR. It's uh, my best. Before that was 217, so that's a uh, five kilo PR, really easy. So this week, tomorrow, I think I'll probably load up 227, which is five hundred. Sweet.
0: Oh my gosh. To five hundred
1: tomorrow. That's gonna be
0: big, dude.
1: It's a lot of pressure, but oh. uh, yeah, yeah, man, it's fun, but. So I'll try to go for that tomorrow. I'd like to, like to bench around uh, two thirty, two and a half at nationals. Okay. I'd like to squat the national record, which uh, is held by a guy named Jackson Spencer, who was the twenty eighteen world champion. Okay. Junior. Um, and that was raw. So that guy's strong. Yeah. No he kidding. Seven seventy seven raw. That's like a s- junior. Oh my gosh. So uh, raw. No that's, wraps, no suit. Oh my goodness. He's a beast. Yeah, yeah he's a Yamble. Yeah, yeah. So he uh he's a strong kid from Vancouver. But uh so yeah, I'll be looking to break that national record um in March. okay to squatt eight hundred pounds. Nice. I think year. it's
0: doable. I mean you're already oh, kind so. of dabbling around dabbling around the seven hundred mark, aren't you right now?
1: Yeah, so yeah. like squatting seven twenty seven in my that old suit. Yeah. It, it was like it was really old, like I'd, I'd had it for a year at that point. So I think in this new suit, if I can dial that in, um, and just, uh, get used to the pressure like on my head when I'm, when I'm yeah. Getting yeah. down, uh, it's a lot of pressure on my head like my eyes feel like they're going to shoot in my head. It's like crazy pressure. Um, so it's just getting used to the suit, but, uh, my last training session yesterday was, was really good. I, I had, I felt really comfortable under the load. Nice. Um, so I'm feeling really com- confident for, for nationals. Nice. I like to squat wow. 800, um, but anything over the. If 800 if is not there that day, I won't get greedy. Totally right, yeah. Break the national record, I could chip it. So, um, usually in competition, you have to go up by two and a half kilos. Okay. That's the minimum uh, mm. increase. Makes sense. Um, but if it's a record of some sort, so like a provincial record, national record, or, or world record, um, you can put on a chip, so that's 0.5 of a kilo. Mm. Okay. So,. Um, we call it throwing on the cookie, but, uh, so, so yeah, I can throw on a chip. So right now I believe it's 352 and a half kilos, so I could put on 353, yeah, okay. is 758 or 778 oh, yeah. okay. if I wanted to chip the record. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, if I could squat 730 in my old suit, um, with that pace, uh, nationals is quite a bit slower of a pace. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, exactly. So you'll actually be able to
1: like, you know, warm up yeah. properly. I mean, a ton of time to peak for this, yeah. so, yeah. Um, Yeah, and then, provided I get a total there and place first in the class, uh, I get to do Worlds again this year, or Or 2020. Yeah. um, In Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I get into Alabama, and and, uh, a lot of the guys that I competed against this year aged out, so they're in the Open class now. Oh, okay, so So you got... are 23. Yeah. And I'm only 21, so I have two more years in this class. Oh, perfect. So, um, yeah, I can can really do some damage over the next two years, and... uh, I'd like to definitely podium this year. That's like, I think it's, if I don't podium, I think it's doable. If I don't podium, to be pissed off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd like to podium for sure this year, and uh, we'll see what happens when the nominations comes out. I don't know, you know, what kind of fucking kids they're brewing up in the Ukraine right now. True. <laughs> um, I think I could. Uh, I think I could be the world champion this year.
0: I, I I think you could. I mean, like, I mean, based on your stats, I mean,
1: those are pretty good numbers, <laughs> right? Like. So, so I think it would be a cool feat to be. I think I'd be the first junior Canadian world champion ever wow. in weightlifting. That'd be like a huge feat. I mean,
0: then, then you definitely get like that same invitation, like to that England one. That
1: one's f- just raw right now. Just oh, okay, okay. So, uh, equip lifting, yeah. It, that one's only raw right now. But uh, my big goal is to go to the world games. I'd like to qualify for the world games and. Uh, they're like, they're like the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, the World Games are, um, they're basically every year the Olympics isn't. Mm, okay. So, oh, okay. Like there's the Winter Olympics every every four years, every two years. And oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, the two Olympics years. every two. Years. So yeah. every four years is a new Olympic game. So the uh, World Games follow that kind of trend. Okay. So every year there's not an Olympics, there's no World Games, and it's kind of like uh, like there's some fringe sports in it. Like, jiu-jitsu is in the world games. Okay. Usually jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Um, gymnastics. Uh, a bunch of, bunch of stuff in the world games. And powerlifting happens to be in the world games as well. And it's strictly equipped powerlifting. Oh, perfect. Which is cool. So, um, it's quite the process to get to world games. So you have to podium at Worlds. Okay. Uh, the year before. So, like, this year, uh, Worlds is actually this week. It just, this is the first day of it in Dubai. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Yeah, this year it's in Dubai, Uh, next year it's in Norway. So next year, everybody who wants to go to the World Games will be going to Norway to compete and try to place in that top three in their class to go to the World Games. And in the World Games, there's three different weight classes. There's lightweight, middleweight, and heavyweight. Okay. So usually, like, I would only compete against 120 kilo guys, but, you know, say I go to the World Games, I'm competing against 105 kilo guys, so guys who are a little bit lighter than me, and then I'm also competing against the super heavyweights. So you'd so, be in both classes. So yeah, they amalgamate them all into the heavy oh, class. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So uh, that would be. That'd be really quite... cool to go to the World Games. Like, yeah. not many guys get to go, and no. uh, like uh, there's to qualify. It's crazy. Like, if you don't get to go, if you don't podium at Worlds, uh, there's wildcard spots you can get. Mm. So okay. so kind of like sports and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like basketball. Uh, so you can. You have to go to an international meet, you have to place first. Oh, okay. So there's, there's different competitions, like there's NAPF, which is a North American Powerlifting Federation. So it's a branch of the IPF. Okay. And basically what that is, is it's just North America, but it's still international, right? Because it's another yeah. a country. So say, um, you know, I, I placed fourth at Worlds, uh, and I didn't get my spot to the World Games for, um, for Worlds at Worlds. Or for the world games at Worlds, pardon me. Um, I could go to do an NAPF meet, win that, and then that's my ticket to the world games. Okay. So there's a couple ways you can qualify, but it's like a really prestigious event. It's probably the, the highest. Um, like the it's like the biggest event for quiff. The pinnacle of the sport. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the Arnold, which is another cool event. Um, that's every March. Yeah, it's such shitty for Canadians because it's the same week as our nationals. Oh. So a lot of people don't go to the the Arnold, but the Arnold's like. I have a buddy, Mehar, he, uh, he got lucky this year and and uh, is going to the Arnold Bench Bash, the Titan Bench Bash, okay. or the Grand Prix, one of the two, and uh, it's like a super prestigious event, like the Arnold is like up there with, with the little games, okay. in my opinion, um, because everybody's there, like you probably know who the mountain is from the Game of Thrones. I've never seen half, him but like half Thor, yeah. Yeah, I think might one of one Yeah. Um, and then there's like Eddie Hall. You've probably yep. seen his stuff on Instagram, yeah. and all those guys go there for the strong men. But it's like a big like expo. Like, um, there's like a, the Arnold Live show, like the bodybuilding show. Okay. like Um, all like the big names like Dexter Jackson, they're all there. So it's a huge event, and then uh, there's powerlifting there too. So there's okay. there's uh, the Titan Bench Bash. Um, there's the Arnold Grand Prix there's like a bunch of different powerlifting events going on and there's cash cash prizes so Dang. Mark Bell did one oh yeah okay uh, he sponsored it two years ago and uh he was giving like five grand to people who placed first so like five grand like, Is like that, to the powerlifter like that's like a, like, a lot of money, money like, heaven, like you know? yeah like literally, literally like Five grand to anybody, really? Like, yeah, well, <laughs> five grand, American. Too, yeah, so like, like so, you know, not bad. Yeah, not a bad day just for lifting weights, right? We're exactly. doing it for free, anyways. So, exactly. Like, make a couple of thousand bucks. Mm, like,
0: the fact you can go there and like you know you get them, if you get to meet these people like these are really yeah, people you and like you
1: grow your following too, right? Like totally. From worlds like uh, I gained like forty followers, which is awesome. Which like cool. the, yeah, but like uh, I had a couple funny things happen at worlds. We're in the medal ceremony and like uh, at worlds there's like. After the lifting, you go in the back room and you get your, your team's, like your nation's um, track suit on. Okay. And then you go up to the medal ceremony and you just kind of sit there and you know, you're supposed to just like stand there and look at the camera and wait till your name's called if you get a medal. So we're just sitting there and I'm sitting beside this, I'm standing behind this guy uh, from the Ukraine. His name's Vladimir. We ended up being good friends, but uh, we were competing against each other and we are just kind of standing there and we would talked a little bit throughout the week. Uh, and so we're standing there and I'm just like, I'm kind of a jokester. And so I'm just like, oh, what's that? And he like, looks down there, you know, and he's oh, like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> no, like everybody saw it. That's so awesome. And uh, I gained a bunch of followers from that because uh, a couple meme pages, like powerful meme pages, oh, saw <laughs> it and captured it and <laughs> That's and posted awesome. it on their page. So I got some followers doing that. And then uh, also on my last deadlift, um, I I blacked out on, at the top. Oh, shit. And passed out yep. for it. So, uh, it happens quite often. It's just like, uh, if you, like, run out of air, because you're, like, clenching, right? Yeah. And you just kind of, like, you run out of air to your head. So, uh, that happened, and then I fell over and had a little nap. <laughs> so a bunch of people, like, reposted that and stuff. So I gained, gained some followers through those, too, so it was cool. That's cool. But yeah, you, uh, you definitely, like, through the through the international events, you meet a lot of really cool people. Like, I have friends over in, like, the Ukraine now, so I favorite travel over there. I get to yeah, go and, you know, you can hang out with them exactly, Germany, right? All the place, so yeah, it's really cool to go to these international events and national events. And um, nationals is super fun because you're uh, every year we go get an Airbnb. Oh yeah, it okay. was like ten of us in the Airbnb, and it's just like it's just
0: like a fucking like just yeah, like just like it's a bro down right yeah, or it's like, like you know or
1: whatever's there right. You just have a yeah. good time. Yeah, so bunch of like, bunch of us like you know we don't see each other all the time. So they might left in, in Alberta or, you know, all over Canada and totally. hang out. And uh some of them are in Vancouver. I don't see them too often, right? So, um it's just like, it's better than the powerlifting. Like, I didn't really go to nationals for the powerlifting. Like, I've been to powerlifting nationals. I don't really care. Like, it's just like the friendship, you know? It's a good, like, community, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, such, like, it's almost like a brotherhood, you know, yeah, for because sure. like you both, you all know what you're going through and especially with the equip lifting, you know how hard it is uh, yeah. and how like it actually like hurts. Like the wraps hurt, they're digging into you and burning, the suit hurts, so they're cutting into you and shirts and stuff and uh you just like, you have that like respect for each other and then you also, um it's just like, I don't even know how to describe it, it's just like anyone who goes to nationals like just... It's so much fun and you meet all these cool people and That's awesome. friends all over Canada now for it and if I ever, you know, travel over to Ontario, I have a handful of guys that I could, you know, crash on their Yeah, so game. you could
0: save some money and everything. And yeah, yeah. Print. and then Sweet. Yeah, it's just really fun that way. It's good. That's, That's awesome, man. Um, this is the part of the show called The Motivational Moment. So, Billy, how would you describe your passion in five words or less? Really fucking heavy. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, so, like, why would you choose those words? Just because you like lifting really fucking heavy weights? I like the word fuck a lot. That makes Music sense. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um,
1: and, uh, yeah, just powerlifting is really heavy. It's a grind always. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's just like, uh, you're constantly grinding to, g- to get forward. And, uh, I look at powerlifting as, like, a, like, a, it's really, like, that's the word I'm looking for. It's like, uh, it's like life, you know? Yeah, totally. It's a grind, like, it's busy. not supposed to be easy. No, right? If life's easy, then it's kind of boring, right? Like, yeah, what's you the need point? that struggle. Like, today, I told you earlier, I was up on the mountain, fucking blew my tire off my car. Yeah, pissing it's rain. rain. It's pissing rain, and you're just like, you get mad at the start, and you're like, fuck, this sucks, but then you just, like, kind of, like, laugh at it, because, like, I mean, yeah. Like, if I got down the mountain and didn't blow my tire off, it wouldn't be as cool of a story. You exactly. Know? You'd be like, "Yeah, I just went on and <laughs> like, yeah. didn't get anything." <laughs> yeah. I gotta, you know, hold my tire. Exactly. Not it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and
0: like, there's not a better feeling than getting a PR. Yeah. Like fuck yeah. Like I've never competed, but like fuck, when I get a PR, it's just like, it's like the high of your day, right? Like yeah. you're just.
1: And you don't know if you can do it, right? Like. Yeah, you go in like almost doubting yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like, I'm a confident guy, like a really confident guy, and. uh I don't doubt myself in a lot of situations, but I would be lying to you if I said that I was never hundred percent believe like I when I'm going out to take an attempt, I believe I can I can for sure. make it. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't load something in the bar that I so you don't it's believe inappropriate it. to load. Yeah. But there's always that little thing in the back of my head that I'm like, when you know, i the waiting for them to say the bar is loaded and I'm listening to my music, I'm like, fuck, like, do I have this in me today? Like yeah like and then it's just like you put your nuts on the table and you go and fucking yeah see if you can exactly and uh i always have been able to so <laughs> i mean yeah can't, can't that complain that right <laughs> that's good man yeah yeah so i mean the thing is definitely honestly like it builds a lot of confidence right like totally um there's a lot of guys like you know just don't have much confidence girls don't have a lot of confidence and like you know you get under the bar and it just kind of Diminishes it all like you can build confidence through training and mm-hmm. that's something I've done You know like I was quite an insecure lad when I first started training and uh, And now I'm just a stud Exactly, <laughs> <that is. laughs> no, but now uh, Now I'm like it's part of my identity right so like yeah people see me and and they're like oh you're the powerlifter like you know I'm in the newspaper all the time in my town because I'm doing these big meets and stuff and People come up to me and they're like oh, oh people you know like kids will be like oh you know like you can lose so much weight blah, blah blah and it's like kind of it's it's a it's a method that i can like use to inspire people totally and uh like if i can inspire like a younger kid who's had some everyone has like a a troubled, pa- troubled past Yeah. so like something one way or another
0: something's Yeah. Bothering. everyone has a
1: story yeah right? so uh if i can if i can um you know help someone get through their day by uh motivating them through powerlifting, then that's, like, fucking good. That's play. the best, right? Like then and Yeah. And,
0: like, I love it at the gym when you're weightlifting, it's almost like there's not a problem in the world except for, like, that weight. Yeah. That's it. Like, you just gotta, like, I gotta crush this fucking weight. Whether it be, like, you know, bicep curls, squats, yeah. like, whatever. Whatever the exercise is, you, you yeah. just...
1: You can reference it back to life, right? Exactly. It's really transferable to life, which I like, too. It's, uh, you know, yeah, I like yeah. it
0: a lot. Well, that's awesome. Well, I just wanted to thank you, Billy, for coming on the show. I really appreciate you. it.
1: Um, where can the people find you? You can find me uh, at Bodyworks Fitness in Parksville most of the time, uh, lifting, uh, or you can come by Hot Tub Off Me at Paramount Recreation in Coombs Junction. Nice. Um, but you can find me on social media on on Facebook, just Billy Bueller, B-U-H-L-E-R, uh, and then you can find me on Instagram at Big Chunky. 42, I think. I think so. I'll, I'll put it under you. It's either 24 or 42. Yeah. Um, but it's spelled funny because I just didn't know how to spell when I was a kid and made it. <laughs> so it's B-I-G-C-H-U-N-C-K-E-Y 24, I think. Um, and then same Snapchat if you want to add me on Snapchat for some reason. Uh, and then my podcast, Power Chat. Uh, it's been a bit of a break on it, but I'm going to make a season two sometime soon. Very so and, uh, yeah, if you want to keep up with the powerlifting stuff and if you're interested in doing a powerlifting meet or want to learn how to powerlift or just want to learn how to lift, uh, you can feel free to contact me. and I'm always happy to help people Definitely. learn how to lift. Should do it. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you can find me at just charisma on everything. Uh, if you liked the episode,
0: make sure you hit that subscribe button, check out the other videos and, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks.